My name is Mark Anthony Rains. I am reading a book on story time with Emma. The book I am reading today is called Hector's Big Adventure, written by Mark Anthony Rains. Once upon a time in a land far away lived a boy called Hector. Hector was on the way to see his mum Molly, an elderly lady in her nineties, or as she refers, a recycled teenager. So he decided to take a shortcut through the woods, as despite its history of paranormal activity, UFO sightings and British Bigfoot. It wasn't before long before Hector got lost, as he never was very good at geography at school, as he liked to play the class full, as he found it boring as watching wet paint drying backwards. He looked around, but all he could see were trees, and more trees, and more trees. Nervously, he felt into his bag for his favourite toy, rags. But rags was nowhere to be found. Rags was his one dated but tat- and dated tatty, teddy bear he, he had since the age of five, and, of his, and it was his comfort blanket. Hector began to panic, and the heart beating like a brum. He felt sure he had packed rags. To make matters worse, he was starting to feel hungry, as he forgot the most important part of the day, breakfast. Unexpectedly, he saw a scruffy frog, dressed in a purple jumper, disappearing into the trees. At this sight, he stopped rigid on the spot as if he'd not often seen a scruffy frog dressed in purple jumper. How odd, thought Vector, with a slight twitch in his face, similar to tick interact syndrome. For the want of anything better to do, he's decided to follow the peculiarly dressed frog, as it may lead him to the poor rags. Perhaps he would follow the purple-wearing Frog wearing a purple jungle, jumped away out of the forest, as it was just a series of trees to him. Eventually, Hector reached a clearing. He found himself surrounded by a house made from different sorts of food. How yummy for my tummy, poor Hector, inside his head. There was a house made from peas, but not the mushy ones in chip shops. A house made from donuts, Homer Simpson's favourite food, in Hector's most watched cartoon, on his television, a house made from jelly babies, but no, no black ones, as this is political cracked house, a house made from pizzas, the cheese and tomato kind. Hector could feel his tummy rumbling, looking at the houses, did nothing to ease his hunger. Hello, he, he called. Is anyone there? He cried out with a hint of nerves in his voice. No one replied. Mmm. Hector looked at the roof of the closest house and wondered if it would be rude to eat someone else's chimney, as he was very, 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 very hungry. Obviously, it would be polite to eat a whole house as his mother brought him up with good manners. Perhaps it would be considered acceptable to nibble the odd fixture or lick the odd fitting. 
and in a time of need, a crackle broke through the air, giving Hector a fright. A witch jumped into the space in front of the houses. She was carrying a cage. In that cage was rags. No, no, not rags. Rags, shouted Hector. He turned to the witch. That's my friend. The witch just shrugged and let out a manic laugh. <laughs> Give rags back, cried Hector. Not on your daddy. He's mine now, said the witch. At least let Rags out of the cage, said Hector, before she could reply. Three scuffy frogs rushed in from a footpath on the other side of the clearing. Hector recognised one of them, one of them who was dressed in a purple jumper he had seen earlier. A witch seemed to recognise him too. Hello, big frog, said the witch. Good morning, the frog noticed Rags. Who is this? That's Rags, explained the witch. Oh, Rags, could, would you, you look lovely in my house? Give it to me, demanded the frog. The witch shook her head. Rags is staying with me. Excuse me, said Hector, interrupting. Rags lives with me and not in a cage. Big frog, and frog ignored him. Is there anything, is there anything you'll trade? Nothing you'll trade? He asked the witch, the witch thought for a moment, and said, I like to be entertained. I'll leave him to anyone who eat a whole front door. Bigfoot looked at the house, and made for pizza, said, No problem, I can eat a whole entire house made from pizzas, if I wanted to. That's nothing, said the next frog, or I could eat two houses. There's no need to show off, said the witch. Just eat one. There, just eat one front door. I'll let you have rags, said the witch. Hector walked, feeling very worried. He didn't want the witch to give rags to Big Frog. He didn't think rags would like living with a scruffy frog, away from his home and all his other toys. The other two frogs watched while Big Frog put on his bib and withdrew a knife and fork from his pocket. A bit odd, but hey, this is a fable, so anything is possible. I eat this whole, or oh, eat this whole house, said Big Frog. You watch, bragging big time. Big Frog pulled off a corner of the front house, made from donuts. He gulped it, down smiling, and went back for more, and more, and more, and more. Eventually Big Frog, Frog stared, started to get bigger, just a bit bigger at first, but after a few more footfalls of donuts, he grew to the size of a small snowball, large snowball, and he was very bit as round. Mm, don't feel too good, said Big Frog. Suddenly he started to roll. He'd grown so round he could no longer balance. Help! he cried as he rolled off down the slope into the forest. Big Frog never finished eating the front door made from donuts and rags remained trapped in the witch's cage. Average Frog pulled. Average Frog stepped up and approached the house made from jelly babies. Oi, this whole house, said Average Frog. Just you watch. Every frog pulled off a corner of the front door of the house made from jelly beans. She gulped it down, smiling, and went back for more, and more, and more.
and more. After a while, average folk started to look a little queasy. She grew greener and greener. A woodcutter walked into the clearing. What's this bush doing here then? he asked. I'm not a bush, I am a frog, said average frog. It talks, exclaimed the woodcutter. These talking bushes are the worst kind. I'd better take it away before someone gets hurt. Last time I came across a talking bush, it gave, it gives me much such a hard time. No, wait, said average frog, as the woodcutter picked her up. Put the, but the woodcutter annoyed her, cries and carried the frog away under his arm and carried away into the distance. Average frog never finished eating the front door, made from jelly babies, and rags remained trapped in a witch's cage. Little frog stepped up and approached a house made from pizzas. I'll eat this whole house, said little frog. Just you watch. Little frog pulled off a corner of the front door of the house made of pizzas. He gulped it down, smiling, then went back for more, and more, and more, and more. After five and six playfuls, Little Frog started to fidget uncomfortably on the spot. He stopped eating pizza for a moment, then grabbed another forkful. But before he could eat it, there came an anointed roar, a big bottom burp, loud in the rocket, taking off, propelled a little frog into the sky. Quite ah! ah! little frog. I'm scared of heights. It to let out a hearty buddy laugh as it sounded rude. <laughs> little frog was never seen again. Little frog never finished eating the front door. Made from pizzas and rags and made trapped in the witch's cage. Not so fast, said Hector. This is still one front door to go. The front door to the house made from peas. I haven't had my turn yet. I didn't have to give you a turn, laughed the witch. My game, my rules. The witch cutter's voice carried through the forest. I think you could give him a chance. It's only fair. Fair, said the witch. But you saw what happened to the frogs. He won't last long. I'll be back, right back, said Hector. What? said the witch. Where's your sense of impatience? I thought you wanted eggs back. Hector ignored the witch and gathered a hefty pile of sticks. He went back to the clearing and started a small campfire. Carefully he broke off a piece of the door of the house made from peas and toasted it over the fire. Once it had cooked and cooled just a little, he took a bite. He quickly devoured the whole piece. Hector sat down on a nearby log. You fell, crackled the witch. You're supposed to eat the whole door. I haven't finished, explained Hector. I'm just waiting for my food to go down. While Hector's food had digested, he broke off another piece of door, made from peas. Once more, he toasted his food over the fire and waited for it to cool just a little. He ate it at a leathery pace and waited for it to digest. Eventually, after several sittings, Hector was down to the final piece of the door, made from peas. Carefully, he toasted it and allowed it to cool just a little. He finished his final course. Hector eaten the entire front door, the house made from peas. The witch stamped her foot angrily. You must have tricked me, she said. I didn't, I, I don't reward cheating. I don't think so, said a voice. It was Woodcutter. He walked back into the clearing, carrying his axe. This little boy won fair and square. Now hand on rags or I'll chop your broomstick in half. The witch looked horrified. She grabbed her broomstick and placed it between her 
Then huffing, she opened the door of the cage. Hector held o- hurried over and grabbed Rags, checking that his favourite toy was all right. Fortunately, Rags was unharmed. Hector thanked the woodcutter, grabbed a quick souvenir, and hurried on to meet Molly. It was starting to get dark. When Hector got to Molly's house, his mum threw his arms around him. I was, I was so worried, cried Molly. You are very, very late. As Hector described his day, he would tell, could tell that Molly didn't believe him. So he grabbed a napkin from his pocket. Hector unwrapped a doorknob made from donuts. Pudding, he said. The end.